0: What a time to be a Valley sports fan. It's Locked On Cardinals, part of your Locked On podcast network. Your team every day, Bo Brock, Alex Clancy. Follow along on Twitter at cards at B-O-B-R-E-C-K, at Clancy's Corner for all your fire takes. Of course, today's episode brought to you by Locked On Fantasy Football. That's got to get you pumped up. Yes. Winning your league starts with the right data. Vinny Iyer, Alex of Sporting News, provides you with the edge that you need In Fantasy Football League's Locked On Fantasy Football is the daily podcast all year round. So your fantasy team never fails. Subscribe to Locked On Fantasy. Let me say this before we get into just the absolute juice of this podcast. And it's just, it's packed. And we have an awesome announcement of a guest coming up next week we can't wait to tell you about. I booked a flight to Las Vegas at the end of August. Now, if you're just tuning into this podcast, I just, I have a three week old as of Monday. I have a three week year old son. I booked my fantasy football draft in Las Vegas. I will be there, Alex, for 25 hours. It was an emotional roller coaster between me and my wife that this is actually going down. I am uh, very grateful that she's letting me go.
1: I, I liked when we talked about this initially because you brought this up to me right before, right after he was born. And I'm like, Way to start off the uh, the campaign, Dad of the Year. Because, um, you know, you did a lot during the whole journey of the nine and a half months. Yeah, You know, you, you, know, you, you were sitting there. You were talking with me a lot. Uh, you, you carried the child. I mean, I, good, more power <laughs> to her. And you know that she was going to let you. Right. Right. I mean, this was this was a pretty much knockdown knock three-pointer wide open that she was going to let you. But 25 hours is good, though. You're being responsible with the time that you're going to be there. Right. And that really trumps any sort of selfishness that may seep in. There there's a there's a bunch of different moving parts on this.
0: My mom is going to come in and meet her grandson for the first time on the day I'm out of town, but she's in town for 3 <laughs> weeks. I had to get like the godfather, I had to get her blessing <laughs> before I booked that trip to Las Vegas, but I'm going. I'm going to be awesome. you know I'm going to have on the on the plane, I'm going to have in my on my AirPods Benny Iyer and I'm just going to be just i'm i'm going to be cramming for my my final exam as far as the fantasy football football draft one of the best days of the year no doubt about it if you're like me and Alex you you live you love fantasy football so let's get into today's podcast um the the ESPN continues to release these rankings and uh, they're done by NFL execs. This isn't like Bill Barnwell. This isn't their their NFL analysts that are you know putting their two cents here. This is actually people that are employed by NFL teams that are making the decisions and ranking these players as top ten players at their position. Now, so far, what we've had, the Arizona Cardinals have been. Uh, they got some love on the edge rushers, the top 10 edge rushers. Chandler Jones was five. They weren't in the interior defensive line. There were no Cardinals there. There were no off-ball linebackers. We were talking about that. Hopefully, by 2022, they have one, maybe two, between Zayvon Collins and Isaiah Simmons. No corners, but safeties was released today. Guess who got some respect on his name? Buddha Baker. We'll get into that. Plus, we'll try to predict where Kyler Murray, DeAndre Hopkins could land next week. When they unveil those rankings and a pretty preposterous, uh, I I guess, claim from Bleacher Report. And this was via Seth Cox of Revenge of the Birds of which Arizona Cardinal they could least afford to lose after this season. Going into the 2022 offseason, you got to go pretty far down the depth chart to find this player. I was shocked by it. We'll tell you who that is. But uh, that's what's coming up today. Suns, they won last night. They're two and zero. They're two games away from winning the NBA Finals, Alex. And uh, there's the viral clip going around of DeAndre Ayton, the Suns center. He's on the bench. Didn't have the best game. He's had an unbelievable playoffs. If you don't believe me, check out Evan. Si- I'm sorry, Brendan. Clean of Locked On Phoenix Suns. He'll fill you in as far as the analytics and the statistics and how good uh, Domin Ayton has been. But Ayton wasn't having that great of a game and Monty Williams had, you know, the pep talk of all pep talks that again brought me back to do the Cardinals have a guy, an OG on the sidelines like Monty Williams that's going to be able to breathe confidence back in struggling players like Monty Williams did with DeAndre Ayton last night.
1: I mean, it's going to be it's going to be a player um bringing in JJ Watt uh, he would be the leader in the clubhouse for me. It doesn't always have to be the coach. Not all coaches are like Monty. Monty's borderline big brother, borderline cool uncle, borderline demonstrative dad. You know, it's a he's a weird mix of all three. He's kind of figured out the elixir. Not everybody's as lucky as the Suns are to have a leader like Monty Williams. A lot of times it is a player. I mean, it was Ray Lewis in Baltimore forever. It wasn't Brian Billick all the time. It was <laughs> it was Ray Lewis coming out with that wild dance, and you know it was it was Drew Brees in New Orleans. It's not probably not going to be Kyler Murray and J.J. Watt's only been with the Cardinals for a couple of months, but I would put him in the driver's seat in that conversation almost immediately because there aren't many. And boot, Bud- I would put Buda Baker in the captain's chair. It, it
0: is good that you have players on the sideline that you can rely upon to be kind of those voices of reason, those guys to kind of uh, pick up their players when things aren't going right, right? Absolutely. And you've got that on the Suns as far as your stars. You've got Devin Booker who's taking on more of a leadership role. Of course, Chris Paul. but in a, in a guy like J.J. Watt can certainly fill that void. But I just don't know if, you, you know, Monty Williams, he, he plays the perfect, okay, I'm going to be a players coach, but at the same time, when you step out of line, I'm going to be the disciplinarian, and I'm going to be a guy that's going to get after you when you need it. Uh, and then I'm going to be motivating like we saw on display last night on the viral video, which if you follow ESPN, if you follow House of Highlights, you'll see it. Um, I, I don't, I've i heard that Cliff Kingsbury, is a, the players love him. He's a player's coach. But I don't know if he's got enough to get after somebody and get somebody to kind of reassert themselves when they're struggling and their mindset isn't exactly where it needs to be.
1: You know, and this could be an incomplete grade for Cliff Kingsbury so far. You know, the first year, you kind of give them the benefit of the doubt. They were coming out of the doldrums of the NFL, borderline relegated to college football after the 2018 season. 2019, you know, was his first year. They had that great comeback in week one, you know, sparked probably predominantly by Kyler Murray getting a tie against Detroit Lions week one after being down three scores. Uh, 2020, the first half of the year, we don't know if it was solely because of the players or because Cliff had some input in it. We don't know if Kyler Murray's wings have been clipped because of Cliff Kingsbury. We think that's what it is because we saw the last half of the season Cliff wasn't able to string together a full game of play calling. We'll see pretty much right away in 2021 where Cliff is. We're going to find out pretty much right away. Week one in Tennessee after they acquired Julio Jones, we're going to find out right away what this team is made of. You know, with the, with the offseason acquisitions, these guys aren't rookies that need time to adjust. A.J. Green will be able to play right away. J.J. Watt can rush the passer right away. You know, Rodney Hudson can block the A-gap right away. So with the veteran leadership coming in from those three players specifically, We'll find out what this team is going to be made of with Cliff Kingsbury leading the charge. You know,
0: it's interesting, and, and I hear what you're saying, and absolutely, I mean, they do need to get off to a hot start because when you look at their schedule, they're, at the back end, there's, there's a ton of teams that were playoff teams the previous year. But the thing that we saw from Cliff Kingsbury, what we saw from this roster was the inability to finish the race you know and it was you know whether it was within the game or whether it was during the season yeah 6 and 3 start and then fell apart the, the wheels fell off and they just they didn't have enough to cross the finish line they have to be able to show the ability to finish uh as far as 2021 like if they another hot start doesn't do anything for anybody especially this this football team like they they we've now witnessed a hot start the Arizona Cardinals need to be able to put together The entire product, the entire season, and now you've got one more game in the mix. Seventeen games, you know that's going to be tough. And that's that's I I do like what you said as far as Cliff Kingsbury because that's where I've been kind of sitting with him for such a long time. When there's been such heavy criticism, is I do believe that the jury is still out. He's still such a young coach, but you know he's going to have to be able to change where he fell short a lot at the end, especially at the end of twenty twenty. It's locked on Cardinals, part of your locked on podcast network, your team every day. Where Buda Baker stacks up against the rest of the safeties in the NFL, it's not going to be a disrespectful ranking like it was with Pro Football Focus. Where he ranks, and then of course, we're going to try to figure out where Kyler Murray, DeAndre Hopkins could fall, where DJ Humphreys could be on this list potentially. And then we'll get into a pretty preposterous claim of which Arizona Cardinal they could least afford to lose. After next season, our guy Seth Cox from Revenge of the Birds pointed out with Bleacher Report. I don't know, maybe they were drinking. I have no idea. We'll look into it. It's locked on Cardinals. It's Bo. It's Alex. We do have to tell you about Bet Online. Bet Online is the fastest, easiest way to bet on all your sports action. The NBA Finals, the Phoenix Suns were five and a half point favorites to open up each of the last two games, and they rolled. The Suns are an absolute buzzsaw, and they're probably building your stack. You want to continue to ride the hot hand? I'm looking at Game 3 right now. It's going to be on Sunday. The Suns are four-point dogs. You like the Suns? BetOnline.ag. That's the fastest, easiest way to bet on that. Also, you can get all your news, odds, info, sporting news, and also you can get sign-up bonuses. Right now, if you get off the sidelines and go to BetOnline.ag, your mobile device, your computer. You sign up. You receive a fifty percent welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online. Your online sportsbook experts. It's Bo and it's Alex. We have a uh, guest coming on the show Monday. Should we drop Tell it now. now? Let's do it. Tell them now. How about Arizona Cardinals rookie cornerback, just absolute, just physical freak Marco Wilson. Will join us on Monday's podcast and Monday's edition of Lockdown Cardinals. It's going to be fourth rounder. The Arizona Cardinals traded up to select out of Florida, Marco Wilson. We're excited to have him on.
1: I think he's going to be as excited to meet the president of his fan club, Bo. <laughs> like, seriously, this is right. going to be a big deal for both of you. You're both going to be starry eyed at each other. Like, full, dis- I mean, completely straightforward. This dude may be asked to perform right away. Yeah. Like, I, I wonder what this cornerback room is going to look like. I mean, listen, if Robert Alford comes out and is a C-plus, B-minus corner that you hope he is, I mean, I feel like that's the ceiling at this point. He may, Marco Wilson may be in the background for a year or so, depending on how the season goes. But you're right. I mean, he's, I feel like he dropped because of the shoe throw. It was a bonehead, but we'll talk, <laughs> I mean, we'll talk to him about it for like 10 seconds and actually talk about things that matter. Right. That probably jumped in the Cardinals' favor that he did that because he because t- he dropped maybe a little bit further than they thought he would have.
0: Yeah. Mark, but yeah,
1: I mean his his measurables were absolutely insane during the combine.
0: 42 and a half inch vertical. Absurd. Yeah. And then the you know the 4440, he's just uh, as far as what you need athleticism-wise, explosiveness from the cornerback position, you'd be hard-pressed to find sure there were a couple at the top of the draft but in between that and when Marco Wilson was selected, I don't know if you're going to find somebody as athletic as the kid coming out of the Gators football program. He's also joining Xset, which uh, is a uh, e-gaming apparel company. So Kyler Murray's got some company as far as who's the top e-gamer in the Arizona Cardinals locker room. We'll actually have to ask Marco who's more talented on the sticks, him or the quarterback of the Arizona Cardinals. So talking about the defensive secondary, Buda Baker ranked the third best safety in the NFL only Justin Simmons of the Denver Broncos and minka Fitzpatrick a surprise number one according to NFL execs is the top safety in the NFL Buddha Baker uh, just way up the ranks according, you know opposed to what we saw from pro Football Focus Alex if uh, where he was 16th and those are just you know nerds who are just going off of what their scores told them what their spreadsheet told them if they didn't really watch the game. These NFL execs they watch the game, they make decisions and they think Buda Baker is the third best safety in the NFL. That seems a lot more correct than the previous ranking.
1: Yeah, and it's interesting like these rankings are important. Um Buda Baker has finally arrived. Where people in the NFL I people text me after Buda Baker got his contract, guys that I close friends of mine that are like, "Who the hell's Buddha Baker?" mm mm-hmm. Mhm. And that was, you know, the beginning of last season, you know, last offseason. And now these rankings are going to seep into the cerebellums of offensive coordinators and head coaches. Like, you're going to see Buda Baker get more respect this year on the field, even than he did last year. So the fact that he stood behind Justin Simmons, and I can't remember who was ahead of him, who was number two, but the dude's arrived. Yeah. He is just, he's a, he's a bullet. I mean, he, he hits hard. He's I, I I equate him to a Bob Sanders type. He's a little bit uh, thinner than Bob Sanders, I do believe, but he's I mean, the dude's an absolute mauler.
0: He's sturdier. He's sturdier. But, oh, that's yeah. for sure. I mean, that's for sure. Bob Sanders unfortunately couldn't stay on the field for most of his career, right. but when he was, he was uh, one of the best players in those Colts defenses for so long. You know, it's as we see this, and we talk about this. We have like a the direct message going on with the the rest of the hosts in the league in the locked on. Network and a lot of them are crying disrespect and and you're seeing some decent names. We even see our guy Aaron from uh, Raising Zona saying at least it's not Jesse Bates, which is pretty funny from Cincinnati. He's an up and coming safety, and we saw Quandre Diggs in that direct message thing, and that's that's all well and good. Like those are fine safeties, but Buda Baker's dynamic. Like yeah. when you look at these, like Minka Fitzpatrick is a playmaker. He's a ball hawking safety, and he uh, usually each and every week he's making a play for the Steelers. Jamal Adams is is a slot behind Buda Baker, and I think that's about right. Like what Jamal Adams does as far as getting to the quarterback is unlike something we've ever seen in this league. And that's fine, that's great, but as far as being well rounded, I'll take Buda Baker. I think he's got the edge, obviously, as far as coverage. Did you? See, I saw the stat where Jamal Adams has like twenty one and a half sacks, and the record for safety sacks total from Rodney Harrison is like thirty one. That's crazy. He's already there, and he's only played a handful of uh years, seasons in the NFL. But Jamal Adams is is good, but I, I I'll take Buda Baker. You know, looking at this, you know, Harrison Smith, Tyron Matthew, of course, uh, Kevin Bird. You've got uh John Johnson, the third who went from LA to, to Cleveland. Thankfully he's out of the league. Derwin James, when he's healthy, I think he's probably gonna crack the top top four or five. No right. doubt about it. Yeah. Not, and yeah.
1: Th- the best friend for a safety is a good pass rush. And you oh. look at Mick Fitzpatrick was fine in Miami. Yeah. You know, he had a couple pick sixes. And then when he went to Pittsburgh and you had Bud Dubree and you had, you know, Devin Bush and TJ Watt, like it was unrelenting pass rush that allows opportunistic safeties to, to pick balls off and take them back to the house. And that's exactly what Mick Fitzpatrick did right away. It was like, it was like when, uh, when, um, oh, man, the, the guy that got traded to to uh, Khalil Mack, when he had like seven turnovers in a row in Chicago, like right yeah. away, right after he got traded, then never to be heard from his, again. Megan Fitzpatrick did that last year, so I'm assuming that's why he's atop the list. It's just a trip. Like, Buddha Baker is looking more and more like Teron Matthew by the day. Like, obviously, there are differences. Teron Matthew's a special cat. Like, yeah. he played more snaps at slot corner than any other player in the NFL, I believe, the last year he was with the Cardinals. So he was dynamic in his own right. But what Buda Baker does, not a lot of safeties can do in the NFL. Him and Jamal Adams are completely different players. They're just completely different players.
0: And you just can't hang your hat on the reliability that you have from, like, Buda Baker is just, he is money tackling ball carriers. Like, I don't even know if you could say that about Fitzpatrick. You can't say that about Jamal Adams. You can't say that about really any of these safeties. Buda Baker, if if he's got an oncoming ball carrier, he's taking them down. There's something about that. Like there is just something about that that is we've seen it. We saw where it was missed against Carolina. I mean, they just absolutely got there was missed tackles, and that game was one of the most frustrating I can remember watching uh, for the Arizona Cardinals the last couple seasons. Real quick before we get to this Bleacher Report uh, that our guy Seth Cox pointed out to us, um, you've got. The offensive tackle is coming up tomorrow. You think D.J. Humphrey cracks the top 10, according to the, the, the NFL execs? No. You know, no. I think he's right He's right there. I think he's hovering well,
1: on. is it. it depends on if it's left tackles and right tackles together. I mean, you're going to have a you're tough gonna have time. guys. You're, you're going to
0: have three or four right tackles. They're going to take spots. I think that's generous. I think that's generous. I mean, there's one left-handed quarterback in the league. So, I mean, if you... If you have a really good right tackle, odds are he's gonna he should be a left tackle anyway. I mean, I don't know who's who's got a better right tackle than left tackle. I hear what you're saying. There is some a lot better right tackles than there, there used to be, but I think left tackles it's obviously one of the more important positions in the entire league. So it is going to be tough. I think he has a good chance of being on that list. Interior offensive line, you know, if if they're counting centers, I think that Rodney Hudson absolutely could be in that. Um, And then you've got uh, quarterbacks on Monday. You think Kyler Murray's reached top 10 status at the signal calling position?
1: No, not by those lists yet. Not by those lists. Mm -mm. No, what we've seen, give me one reason to believe that that would be the case. I I just think anything that we've seen.
0: I I think that we have just been um, the, the, the PFF rankings that came earlier. They gave us a false idea of how everybody else watches football. I, th- I think that uh, you know putting guys like Matthew Stafford and um, who are some of the other guys that uh, were finding their way in the top ten. And you're like, uh, I had you know Kirk Cousins fringe, Matt Ryan fringe.
1: Yeah, Matt Ryan fringe. I'll take Ben Roethlisberger.
0: Yeah, I just I would take Kyler Murray, and I think NFL execs see it that way. They see that he's young, and what he's done so far has been incredible, and that they would they would build a franchise around him before guys like Stafford who have been irrelevant for the last couple of seasons and are just getting a little hype because he's being paired
1: with a dynamic head coach. Yeah. But I mean, I think that's the thing it's clipping the wings of Kyler Murray with the national outlook on cliff Kingsbury. Yeah. I mean, you have like the only, the only spot that's being removed from the top 10 is drew Brees who retired. Yeah. And I think Matt Stafford jumps in there. Like I, I, I would love to see it, but I'd almost rather not see it. Like at this point, get as much bullet <laughs> board material on there. You know, it's like at this point, the the runaway train's gone. Nobody's Kyler's not getting the respect that – does he deserve it yet? I don't know. It was a bad last half of the season last year, Bo. It was. was. We we praise the gospel of Kyler Murray. Mm -hmm. We do that. We spread it. Mm -hmm. But we're also realists. I don't know if he's a top-10 quarterback yet. Yet. Does he have the trajectory to be a top-five quarterback? Absolutely. Is Justin Herbert going to be a top-10 on this list? Maybe. Yeah. He shattered everything last year. I would put Justin Herbert in the top ten over Kyler Murray at this point.
0: I don't think that that's, but this has come from me. I don't think that's that hot of a take. I look, I no, mean, right. If you were to grow a quarterback in the lab, I think that Justin Herbert would be a guy that would <laughs> it would look similar to him, just as far as his size, his ability to throw the ball, and his uh his his athleticism. But as far as Kyler Murray, I think just what he's done and where he is right now. It's very appealing to execs, and that's who's deciding these lists, at least for for ESPN. Running backs, you're not going to see a Cardinal in the top 10. Wide receivers, you're going to see DeAndre Hopkins. I just want to see how high he goes. And then tight ends, you're not going to see any Arizona Cardinal there. A preposterous claim by Bleacher Report. After the 2021 season, they say that the Arizona Cardinals could least afford to lose this player. We'll tell you who it's Locked On Cardinals, part of your Locked On podcast network. Limited time flavors. It's the summer of limited time flavors at Built Bar. Built Grasshopper Cookie. You got to try it. It sounds like grasshopper. We're taking insects into this thing, but no, it's delicious. It's the classic thin mint cookie. All the flavor without that sugar. 150 calories, 17 grams of protein, only 5 grams of sugar. You also have two more limited time flavors that you can get at Built.com. Orange. Strawberry. It sounds fantastic. You might as well go get that going right now. It's builtbar.com or built.com. Here's what you really need to know. Locked 15. Locked 15 will get you 15% off at builtbar.com. If none of those flavors sound appealing to you, they've got nine OG flavors that you can always hang your hat on. Try and get a mix box. Just use the promo code LOCKED15 while checking out. No, it's not an Arizona company. It's a Utah company. You know, it's it's out here. It's it's one of our friends. It's one of our neighbors, and we want to support they cross, them. They cross state lines to send you beautiful treats. They are delicious. <laughs> There's no more of a delicious protein. It's a candy bar. It's a protein bar disguised as a candy bar. BuiltBar.com. All right, let's wrap things up. Bo and Alex, Locked on Cardinals. Marco Wilson joining us on Monday's podcast. Can't wait for it. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. Hit the alert button. Once that episode is fresh, it'll alert you, let you know. Like this video as well. We appreciate it. Subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts. We appreciate everybody tuning in today. Ed Romero, we see you. He's one of the OG listeners. He's been along since Alex was just screaming into a microphone by himself <laughs> in an empty room. Aaron Van Buren, great writer for uh, Raising Zona. I think we're gonna we're gonna connect with Aaron at some point, but. Uh, so, Bleacher Report, and we were tipped off for this from Seth Cox of uh, Revenge of the Birds. They say that Christian Kirk, after the 2021 season, is the Cardinal that is they could at least afford to let leave the building. He's in a contract year. And I'm just like, that's. You made a good point before we turned on the mics. You've got somebody that's a little bit more important to the franchise.
1: At Chan Jones, 55 <laughs> on Twitter. I don't know who that what is. The, the, yeah, <laughs> I mean, because Bo's been blocked by Chandler Jones for a long time, seemingly. Um, yeah, I would put Chandler Jones well in front of of Christian Kirk. Listen, I've interviewed Christian Kirk. Christian Kirk is a good dude. He's really close with Kyler Murray. They go way back to the Texas A&M days. This is not a personal attack whatsoever on Christian Kirk as a person. He's under he's underperformed. He's underperformed as a second round pick. Yeah. That that's that that's just the 100% trim the fat take. On Christian Kirk as a pro we've seen flashes but we've also seen flashes from Andy Isabella you know two three touchdowns in two games from Andy Isabella early last season seems like eons ago Christian Kirk had a four game span last year where he was like wow this dude really could be a wide receiver too how he burned past the safeties in Dallas on Monday night football with the fingertip catch that and took it to the house for 50 plus yards from Kyler we're like man this guy has it in him but the floor is too low, and the ceiling doesn't seem to be high enough for him to be the guy that they can't afford to lose the most.
0: This is uh, this is coming from people that aren't paying attention, right? Yeah, I hear what you're saying as far as Chandler Jones, absolutely. I'm, I'm saying Bleacher Report, because I wouldn't even say in that draft class that, uh, that, that Christian Kirk is the guy that they can't let go. I mean, I'm expecting that Chase Edmonds is going to vie to keep the RB1 position, And if he is who we think he can be, he'll be more valuable than Christian Kirk. Christian Kirk was a second-round pick. He was a higher selection than Chase Edmonds. But at this point, we've seen that his production is replaceable. Chase Edmonds, if he can be that guy, I think it's somebody that you want to lock in at least next season and beyond.
1: Now, there is a qualifier here, Bo. And this is a big qualifier. Just like, and we have to say it once a month, Steve Kime is the big problem here. Like when we're talking about the things that we're looking at, the guy standing above everything else is the biggest problem as to why the Cardinals are where they are right now. Unfortunately, in that same light, I'm sure Christian Kirk could ball out in a different offense. Andy Isabella could ball out if used correctly, and that's why we're questioning what Rondell Moore's output could be regardless of the fact that he's incredibly talented, and we saw his freshman year, he shattered all those receiver records. Can Cliff Kingsbury use these guys correctly? I do believe that Christian Kirk could be a fringe wide receiver too in a different offense. You give him Russell Wilson in Seattle, he could do what Tyler Lockett's doing Mm. 80%. He could do the majority of what a wide receiver two can do in a different system, in my opinion. I think, I think a yeah. lot of this is wing clipping because of the play calling, because of wide re- four wide receiver sets, not using a tight end, not running the ball in opportune times, relying on Kyler Murray to do too much on his own. I think a lot of those come into play with Christian Kirk underperforming in this offense. I think
0: you're discounting Tyler Lockett, what he's done, how he's kind of developed up there in Seattle. Very impressive player we are kind of the same guy. I get the comp. Yeah, absolutely. I get the comp, the size, the athleticism. But Tyler Lockett has done a lot more. And as far as his route running, I think that you'll take Tyler Lockett over that. Uh, You make a great point, and you bring it back to the episode we had earlier this week on Tuesday with Jason Moore, the fantasy footballers. If you haven't watched that yet, he questions, you know, Rondell Moore, his sleeper ability as far as fantasy football is concerned. Kyler Murray, his potential to be the top quarterback. This season, and of course you've got DeAndre Hopkins and some other fantasy uh, notable guys for the Arizona Cardinals. Cannot wait uh, for fantasy football. Jason Moore is going to get you ready for that. Check that out on YouTube. Check it out wherever you find podcasts. It's a fun week of podcasts. Monday, we've got our guy Marco Wilson, fourth round pick for the Arizona Cardinals. He joins us. We're going to talk to him about that crazy, you know, uh, his pro day. and Of course, the shoe. Not much about the shoe but also how things are going, what other absurd things he did in the gym, and how he's preparing for his first season in the NFL. For Alex Clancy, follow him on Twitter at Clancy's Corner. I'm Bo Brock. Follow me at B-O-B-R-E-C-K. Thank you for everybody that was chiming in during the show, and thank you for everybody that listens. Have a great weekend. We'll talk to you on Monday.